Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Find hidden clues and uncover a murder mystery. Solve mind-teasing mysteries of the Roaring Twenties. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love true crime, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? There's nothing I love more than getting to decorate my very own luxurious state island. The best part? You can chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hello, listeners. I'm your host, Amara, and this is Black Girl Gone, a true crime podcast. On this episode of Black Girl Gone, we tell the stories of two women who went missing in 2021. When Tiffany Foster disappeared from Noonan, Georgia on March 1st, 2021, she was 35 years old. The day Tiffany was last seen, she left her apartment to go shopping, but Tiffany never returned to her apartment. The next day, she didn't show up for class at the college she was attending. And seven days later, after she was last seen, Her car was found abandoned in College Park. Her purse and keys were inside. One year later, Tiffany is still missing. Sheena Gibbs is a 40-year-old woman who went missing in November 2021 from Chicago, Illinois. Sheena made plans to go back home to Iowa to visit her mother who was in the hospital, but Sheena never made it back to Iowa. Six months later, Sheena is still missing. Sheena's family says the Chicago PD have not done their job, and they have been left to search for Sheena on their own. The families of Tiffany and Sheena have worked tirelessly to bring them home and bring attention to their stories. What happened to Tiffany? And where is Sheena? And who is responsible for their disappearances? This is Tiffany and Sheena's story. People always ask me if it's overwhelming to cover the stories that I do. The short answer is yes, but not for the reasons you might think. Yes, the stories that I cover are sad and they're heavy, but for me, the feeling of being overwhelmed comes from the feeling of responsibility. I want to give every story of a missing Black woman its due, but there are so many. I try to prioritize stories that I think need the most attention or stories where family members have reached out, but choosing which stories to cover is challenging when there are so many stories so many missing women, and so many desperate families. Tiffany and Sheena both went missing last year. Now, to be clear, there is no connection between the two women's cases, other than that they're both Black women with full lives, accomplishments, and families that love them. Aside from social media and some local media coverage, these women aren't getting much attention, and their families have been the driving force behind the effort to bring awareness to their stories. Because both of these women went missing just last year, it's important to share their stories. If there's anyone out there with information, then they should know that the families of these women are looking for them. 
At the time of her disappearance, Tiffany Foster lived in Noonan, Georgia with her fiancé and three kids. Tiffany's family knows that she didn't leave on her own. They believe that something happened to Tiffany because that'd be the only way that she would have left her kids for this long. Tiffany's family says that everything was going well in her life. So when she disappeared, they knew right away that something wasn't right. According to her sister Kimberly, everything seemed fine in the days and weeks leading up to Tiffany's disappearance. There were no red flags or anything that hinted that something was wrong. In 2021, Tiffany was working as a corrections officer and going to Georgia Military College. It was Tiffany's dream to be a police officer, so she was studying criminal justice in school. She and her fiancé Reginald had recently gotten engaged, and Tiffany was looking forward to the future. One of four sisters, Tiffany kept in touch with her family regularly. Her sister Kimberly said that she talked to Tiffany at least once a week. She told Eleven Alive in July 2021 that her sister was a strong, smart person. She was always laughing, but she was also the kind of person that you could go to with your problems. In February 2021, Tiffany was just a few months away from graduating and had just purchased a new car for herself, a 2020 Nissan Altima. So on March 1st, 2021, Tiffany left the apartment that she shared with her fiancé and children to go grocery shopping. According to reports, she left her apartment in Noonan that day, but what time she left isn't specified. She texted her daughter and asked her if she needed anything from the store, but her daughter didn't see the text right away. Now, Tiffany's family expected that she would be home after she finished her shopping, but as the evening came and went, and she still wasn't home, Reginald said that he was worried. Now, Tiffany's children were also worried. At the time, her two oldest were 15 and 17, and so they were fully aware that their mom hadn't come back home. This wasn't Tiffany's usual behavior. If she was going shopping, which I'm sure she does regularly with three children, she would have come home within a few hours. However, Tiffany didn't come home that night. Now, the next morning, March 2nd, Tiffany's daughter realized that her mom hadn't come home. And so she called her grandmother to tell her that her mom went to the store and never came back. As soon as Tiffany's mom found out that she hadn't come home, she immediately contacted Tiffany's sisters to see if they had spoken to her or knew where she was. But none of them had talked to Tiffany or seen her. As I said, Tiffany was finishing up her last few months of college, and she had class that day but she didn't show up for it, which was something her family said she never did. Tiffany's mom, sisters, and kids called her phone back to back, but they didn't get an answer. They all sensed that something was terribly wrong, and so the day after she was last seen, they went to police to file a missing persons report. Between her not coming home, not answering her phone, and missing class, Tiffany's family knew that something was wrong, and so they didn't hesitate. They called police right away. Tiffany, being the devoted mother that she was, would not have willingly left her children without an explanation. But her family's worry turned to dread when Tiffany failed to appear for work on March 5th. The family began to do what any family would do in this situation, and that was search for Tiffany. But Calls to her phone continued to go unanswered, and there was no activity on her social media accounts, and her car was nowhere to be found. 
Now, a week after Tiffany was reported missing, they got what they thought would be their first break when her 2020 Nissan Altima was found in College Park, Georgia. Now, College Park is about 30 miles from where Tiffany lived in Noonan. Tiffany's car was located there by authorities, and what they found inside would not only add to the mystery of what happened to Tiffany, but also add to her family's fear. Inside the car, they found Tiffany's personal belongings, including her purse with her debit card inside and the keys to her apartment. Tiffany's cell phone, however, was not found in the car. Now, the discovery of her vehicle with her personal belongings inside, 30 miles from her home, raised law enforcement's concerns. The idea that she left on her own was pretty much thrown out when her car was found because if she had left on her own, then why would she drive 30 miles to College Park and leave her car there with her purse and debit card inside? At that point, it was becoming more clear to her family that Tiffany was most likely in danger and somebody was responsible for her disappearance. Police, however, refused to disclose if there was foul play suspected at the time. The only goal for Tiffany's family was that she returned home safe. But despite the strange circumstances of her disappearance, they kept hoping that she would be back soon. They started handing out flyers in Noonan, College Park, and the surrounding area. They tried to reach as many people as possible in the hope that someone had seen something that could help them find Tiffany. On March 23rd, 2021, the Coweta Sheriff's Office, joined by Tiffany's family and fiancé, held a press conference to update the public about Tiffany's disappearance and plea for answers. During that press conference, her sister Kimberly spoke and she made this plea to the public. This has devastated our family. Um, as you can imagine, no child should have to worry about where their mother is and the condition that their mother is in. Um, so I'm asking if anyone has heard or seen anything, no matter how big or small you may think it is, please come forward. Reginald, Tiffany's fiance, and the last person to see her also spoke at the press conference. I'm um, her fiance. Um, if anybody do know anything, um, could you please, you know, contact this uh, officer and let them know? Like I said, no matter how small or big, because it's, it's just unusual. She would never not go without talking to those kids. You know, even me, you know, she would not go without talking to me, you know. During that press conference, police said that they were considering that foul play may be involved. At that time, it had been almost three weeks since Tiffany had been last seen, and there had been no communication from her since then. Now, while investigators and Tiffany's family searched for her, Information emerged about Reginald that led Tiffany's family to suspect that he was lying about her disappearance. They were already concerned that Reginald had not said anything to them about Tiffany not coming home. I mean, Reginald was the other adult in the house, so you'd think if Tiffany didn't come home that night or the next day that he would have been the one reaching out to her family. But on April 8th, over a month after Tiffany disappeared, Reginald was arrested. The Coweta sheriffs announced that Reginald was charged with theft from moving Tiffany's car after she was reported missing. According to police, Reginald is the one who drove Tiffany's car to College Park where it was found. However, 
Investigators said that Reginald was not a suspect in Tiffany's disappearance and that the arrest was not directly related to her disappearance. Now, the police don't explain how they discovered Reginald was the one who moved her car, but they also don't explain why the person who was last known to have seen her and who also moved her car with her belongings inside was not being considered a person of interest. But for Tiffany's family, their suspicion of Reginald continued to just grow. They had just been at the press conference together just days earlier. Now he's being accused of moving her car after she went missing. Kimberly, in an interview with Eleven Alive in Atlanta a couple weeks after the arrest, said, quote, you just did an interview about her missing and how you wanted her to come home. And within a few days, the car was moved by you, referring to Reginald. Reginald being arrested was a shocking revelation, and Tiffany's family wanted to know why the car was moved. Publicly, the police were not saying much, and so the mystery surrounding what happened to Tiffany just grew. And then Reginald was arrested again. On April 21st, investigators announced again that Reginald had been arrested, and this time he was being charged with kidnapping and aggravated assault. However, they said that the charges came from an incident that happened prior to Tiffany going missing. Investigators refused to reveal when or how they discovered this information. They would only say that it was not related to Tiffany's disappearance. At first, investigators wouldn't even say if the incident involved Tiffany. However, days later, reporting by Fox 5 confirmed that the charges did involve Tiffany. The incident had taken place in November 2020. However, there was still no information about how police learned about the incident five months later. By the end of April, Reginald had been named an official person of interest, and investigators also said at the time that Reginald had stopped cooperating with police. Despite his arrest and charges involving the theft of Tiffany's car and kidnapping and assaulting her months before she vanished, investigators had no leads and no evidence that would lead them to Tiffany's whereabouts. They continued to treat her case as a missing person case and not a crime. Reginald remained in jail on the kidnapping and assault charges. By June 2021, Tiffany's family announced that they were offering a $10,000 reward for information. But as the months ticked by, no one came forward with any information about Tiffany. Four months after Tiffany's disappearance, her sister Kimberly sat down again with Eleven Alive and described the pain and despair endured by most families whose loved ones have gone missing. Literally, I think it's the not knowing that is like driving us crazy because it leads your mind to think of so many things on the spectrum of, you know, from the worst case scenario to, okay, she, you know, she's going to walk through the door. As four months turned into six, Tiffany's family continued to do what they could to keep Tiffany in the headlines. They refused to give up hope that Tiffany would be found safe and return home to them. Yet, Tiffany's case was going cold, and there was no new information coming in. The reward for information increased to $60,000. But as the one-year mark approached, Tiffany's family realized that they were no closer to finding Tiffany— as they marked the anniversary of Tiffany's disappearance, Tiffany's sister Kimberly spoke to Fox 5. 
And when she was asked about Reginald's potential involvement, she replied that she would never want to accuse anyone, but given Reginald's own behavior, they believed that he knew more than he was telling them. Since Tiffany was last seen a year ago, her family has not given up searching for her. They maintain an active presence on social media and continue to ask the public for any information about Tiffany or where they can find her. Tiffany's case may be a case where police have information but need a key piece, and someone out there may have it. Tiffany is a mother of three, and like her sister Kimberly said, all was going well for her. A year later, Tiffany's disappearance for her children and her family has been devastating. Their once happy lives have been turned completely upside down by this, but they remain hopeful that they will soon get answers. Family and friends of Sheena, the other missing woman in this week's story, know all too well what it's like when someone you love disappears. They too have been fighting to find answers, but Sheena's family has been disappointed by the law enforcement response to her disappearance. Six months after she was last seen, they're still fighting for detectives to prioritize her case. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming, and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. For me, I know I'm experiencing burnout when I just can't find the motivation to do the things that I love. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. Therapy can be such a valuable tool, and I encourage everyone to try it. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Black Girl Gone listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Girl Gone. That's BetterHelp.com slash Girl Gone. As someone who shops for the groceries for my home, I know that finding all your grocery items in one place at an affordable price is almost impossible. But with Thrive Market, I get everything I need and so much more. With Thrive Market, you can shop everything from healthy pantry essentials and sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products, all delivered right to your door. And if you find a price lower elsewhere, Thrive Market will match it. Thrive Market carefully vets each and every item so you can trust that if they sell it, it's probably the highest quality available. Finding everything you need is easy on Thrive Market because you can filter by 90 plus values and lifestyles to find what works for you. Shop by what you eat and what matters most to you. With over 5,000 food, home, and beauty products, finding what you need is easy with Thrive Market. So if you're looking for plant-based, keto, gluten-free, zero-waste, BIPOC-owned brands, Thrive Market has you covered. 
I love the selection that Thrive Market offers, and it gives such a wide selection of healthy choices for me and my family. When you join Thrive Market, you're joining a community of 1 million plus members and sponsoring a family in need. And with their fast and free carbon neutral shipping, you also are bettering the planet. Can your grocery store do that? Join Thrive Market today to get 40% off your first order and a free gift worth over $50. That's T-H-R-I-B-E market.com slash girl gone to get 40% off your first order and a free gift worth over $50. That's thrivemarket.com slash girl gone. Thrivemarket.com slash girl gone. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In November 2021, Sheena Gibbs was 40 years old and living in Chicago, Illinois, when she went missing. Those who are close to her say that her case has been frustrating because the Chicago Police Department has dropped the ball over and over again. And crucial information has been missed or lost as a result. Late last year, when I first learned of Sheena's disappearance, I followed the Help Find Sheena page on Instagram. And in the months since then, I have watched as her family and friends have worked tirelessly to bring attention to her disappearance and demand accountability from the Chicago Police Department. I mean, watching people beg for law enforcement to help in real time is really difficult. In order to find information on their own, her family has been forced to raise money to hire a private investigator. When Sheena was reported missing in November, the information that was initially put out about her disappearance wasn't accurate. However, since then, we have learned more about the day she was last seen and where she was last seen. Now, Sheena Gibbs is originally from Iowa. She grew up there near Davenport in a small town called Muscatine. She was raised there by her mother, who she has a very close relationship with. Eventually, Sheena left Iowa and moved to Chicago, Illinois. Sheena attended Truman College in Chicago before attending Northwestern University of Illinois. And then she ended up at Spoon River College. According to her bio, Sheena was the vice president of the Student Senate at Spoon River, and she graduated from there with honors. Those who know Sheena best describe her as someone who is driven and enjoys helping others. Strong-willed and creative, she has the ability to connect with people no matter who they are or where they come from. When Sheena was 25, she was diagnosed with cervical cancer, which she beat, but her experience transformed her into an advocate for other cancer survivors in the same situation as herself. During her two decades in Chicago, Sheena volunteered for various organizations, and she found her passion in social activism— Her volunteer work included being an HIV-AIDS educator, an ESL tutor, and she also helped raise money to bring clean drinking water to drought-prone areas like Africa. Over the years, she's worked as a home health aide and a dance instructor. 
And in her most recent position, she was responsible for scheduling COVID tests for the University of Illinois, Chicago. It was important to Sheena to remain in close contact with her family also, especially her mother. So at the beginning of November, when days had passed without Sheena's phone calls, her family knew that something was wrong. In September 2021, Sheena traveled back home to Iowa to check on her mom, who had been sick for a while. Now, during Sheena's visit home to Iowa, her aunt Leela told the Black News Channel that Sheena had stayed with her for the entire week that she was there. Sheena was worried about her mom's health, and she was considering moving back to Iowa. So, you know, she could help and be closer to her mom. But Sheena wasn't exactly thrilled about moving back to the small town where she grew up, according to Leela. But she loved her mother, and if she needed to move back, then she would have done that for her. Leela said that Sheena returned to Chicago to figure things out and make a decision about moving back. But it was the last time that Leela saw her niece. Although there are things that we don't know about the circumstances surrounding Sheena's disappearance, what we do know is that according to her family, the last time that anyone heard from Sheena was November 8th, 2021. And the last time she was seen was November 5th, 2021. According to the information provided by Sheena's family, she was staying at a hostel called Greenleaf House. Now, this hostel is located at Greenleaf Ave and Sheridan in the area of Chicago known as Rogers Park. Sheena's family says that the information that they received is that Sheena had been staying there with a guest. On November 5th, Sheena checked out of the hostel using her credit card. The exact location of Sheena's movements after leaving the hostel are unknown. However, on November 8th, Sheena sent a text message to a friend. In this message, she said that she was making plans to return home to Iowa to help her sick mother. But that was the last time that Sheena was heard from. And she never arrived in Iowa. Sheena was her mother's power of attorney, and she had been told a few days before she was last seen that her mother was in the hospital. And she told her family that she would be back home. Now, according to Sheena's aunt, Sheena usually arrived by bus when she came to Iowa. But in the days following them speaking to Sheena, they had not heard from her. They tried calling Sheena's phone, but their calls were going unanswered, and they were starting to worry because... That wasn't her typical behavior. Sheena's family waited a few more days, hoping that they would hear from her. However, when Thanksgiving came and there had still been no word from Sheena, her family knew that something was very wrong. Sheena's family reported her missing, and they began their urgent search to find Sheena. In the wake of Sheena's disappearance, her family turned to social media to search for information. They spoke to friends of Sheena's in Chicago, but no one had any information about where Sheena could be. Having lived in Chicago nearly two decades, Sheena had developed a network of friends and associates. They, however, did not know where she was. Now, Sheena's family did learn through her friends that she was dating someone, but... After Sheena was reported missing to police, there seemed to be no sense of urgency on their behalf. 
she and his family began receiving tips and information that they would forward to the police, but it did not appear that the police were following up on any of those leads. At first, they would not even pull Sheena's phone records, telling her family that a court order was needed. But when police learned that Sheena had been seen last at the Greenleaf house just before her disappearance, they did not immediately go to try to obtain footage from the ring camera on the property. Instead, they waited until they couldn't get the footage any longer. In January of this year, Sheena was reclassified by the Chicago Police Department as an endangered missing person. But the family has still received little help and no information from the department. Sheena's phone records were finally obtained, but investigators have yet to reveal what they found in them, if anything. And with the ring camera footage lost, it's unknown who Sheena stayed with at the hostel. Sheena's story has not attracted much media attention in the months following her disappearance. However, that has not stopped her family from doing everything in their power to locate Sheena. To raise awareness of Sheena's story, they have utilized social media and local activists. In Chicago, Sheena's image and information were projected onto buildings. And it is because of them that Sheena's story has gotten any attention at all. Even in the absence of help from local law enforcement, they have not stopped searching for Sheena. Sheena has been missing for six months now. For Sheena's family, the past few months have been agonizing. When you watch a family beg for law enforcement to do more, or even just to help them find their loved one, it's heartbreaking. Families of the missing, they all have different experiences with police and detectives, but Sheena's family says that their experience has been negative. Her case has not been prioritized by the detectives on her case, and so they are left to search for Sheena on their own. As a result of what the family describes as negligence on the part of the Chicago Police Department, they have begun to fundraise to hire a private investigator. Um, they should not have to raise money for a private investigator, but they have lost faith in the Chicago Police Department, and they don't believe that they are actually trying to find Sheena. If you would like to donate, please check the episode notes for the link to the GoFundMe. It may help Sheena's family find answers. In both cases, the families of Tiffany Foster and Sheena Gibbs just want the women to come home. Tiffany Foster has been missing for over a year. Her family believes that her fiancé knows something, but until he decides to say something, they are still asking the public for help. Reginald remains behind bars, awaiting trial for kidnapping and assault. Tiffany is now 36 years old, and her children just want her home. And her family would like an explanation about where she is and what happened to her. And there may be someone out there who knows something or heard something. Tiffany is five foot two inches tall, and she has hazel eyes. At the time of her disappearance, she weighed 220 pounds. Her 2020 Nissan Altima was found a few days after she was reported missing in College Park, Georgia. There is a $60,000 reward available for information leading to an arrest and conviction. So if you have any information, please call the Coweta County, Georgia Sheriff's Department. Now, Sheena's family is also continuing its fight. 
not only to find Sheena, but also to get accountability from the Chicago Police Department. Sheena is an endangered missing person, but we do not know yet what happened to her. We must continue to share Sheena's story and bring attention to it until she's brought home. Sheena was last seen on November 5th at the Greenleaf House at Greenleaf and Sheridan in the Rogers Park section of Chicago. The hostel staff said that she had a companion with her, but this person has not been identified. Sheena's last known contact was on November 8th when she texted her friend. Sheena is five foot nine inches tall and weighs 190 pounds. If you have any information regarding her disappearance, you can contact the Black and Missing Foundation or you can email helpfindsheena at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. It also helps our show grow. As always, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.